Did you know honeybees can recognize human faces and remember them for at least two days? Hi guys, welcome back to 20-somethings. I'm your host, Desiree, and let's go and get into it. Alright, so let me just address what's going on for the next couple episodes because clearly you are only hearing and seeing me and not Tania. Tania is going to be taking a break. I'm not sure how long the break will be, but we are not breaking up. She's taking a break so she can come back healthier, stronger, and just, you know, better overall, I guess. (laughs) My sis needs a good long break, and so I'm going to be taking over for some time, and I'm probably going to have different guests on here because I reached out to different people, and they're open to being on. So today, we're going to be talking about dating. Now, all of you, maybe most of you might know that I am a single mom. Now, navigating dating as a 21-year-old is tough in itself, but of course, being a mom adds its its stuff. So coming out from a victim and people-pleasing tendencies really help you navigate the things that you want and don't want in your life. Now... I used to be that person where I'm just the person that goes with the flow that I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. I'm a yes man to everything because I don't want to disrupt peace and I don't want to cause friction because I, I avoid chaos and I avoid conflict. I do not like it. Don't want to be in it. It causes me stress and I rather avoid it. That being said, you cannot avoid conflict. You have to learn how to adapt and be in situations where conflict is high and you're able to still be calm and, you know, not respond in a high uh, emotional way. You're able to concisely get your thoughts together and respond in a mature way or fashion, especially when it comes to professions or even, even arguing with your spouse, you know, fighting words like cursing and saying you're going to hell or saying that you're not shit, saying things like that, those are fighting words. Those are words you're putting into universe being like, I don't want this person, basically. And you're also telling that person that you don't trust them, you don't love them. That is going to break down that trust. To elaborate more on that, now that I mentioned fighting, you have to be aware of your reactions and the way how you feel to certain situations. You are only in control of the way you act and respond. You're not in control of how another person responds or feels. You can also not use your trigger as an excuse to excuse your behavior. While it might be a reason excusing your behavior because I have trauma or I'm triggered does not negate the type of friction or damage that you have caused through your actions or through your words and if i'm in a relationship with someone and i'm telling them oh i love you and then next minute in a fight i say i hate you that is breaking the trust down and my partner is not going to receive that well my partner is going to go within they're going to build up walls and i've said that before i've said that to my partner before my past partner and why i regret it i also know i cannot go back like that trust is broken I broke that trust and while it did take two to completely break down the relationship 
I can be aware of things that I contributed to the relationship that weren't good. I think the biggest thing I've learned with just interacting with people is discernment and you really got to watch what you say and mean what you say. If you know that you hate somebody or don't like somebody, why are you spending time with them? Why are you continuously putting yourself in these situations where you're around this person? If you don't like someone, don't be around them. And then if you're around that someone and you're still uncomfortable, you really got to ask yourself, why am I putting myself in a situation like that? Next thing I want to touch on is red flags. So silent treatments and stonewalling, um, babes, we're grown, get on. I'm not doing that. We are in the era of healthy communication and you can speak to me if you need to. I need to know how you feel. Did I say something that hurts your feelings? And then I will like that in return. If I can't come to you as a partner saying that you hurt my feelings and then you just stomp on that, I'm not going to feel safe within that relationship. I'm not going to feel honored in that relationship. I'm not going to feel like an equal to you. I'm going to feel below you. When you come to your partner talking about things and conflicts that you want to address, coming to them in a rational state of mind is best. I take my time to walk away. I walk away if I start getting agitated or I feel overwhelmed. And I know to walk away because I need a breather to collect my thoughts. And that's really what anything. I don't even have to be mad. I, if this is like a big important decision, I need a minute alone to sit with my thoughts and internalize how I feel. And then I want to think about how does this affect the other person and things of that nature. Can I see the other perspective even though I'm thinking that I'm right? Learning how to communicate or argue healthy is very important when being in a partnership. And while I'm not in one, I, I'm i just human. If I'm screaming at you all day, every day, I wouldn't want that as a partner. And you wouldn't want that as a partner. I wouldn't even want that as a friend. Also, passive aggressiveness. Like, I don't think people talk about that enough, but being passive aggressive is really fucking stupid to me because why are you mad at me that you can't communicate correct? If someone makes you think less of yourself or makes you feel less than what you think you are, is it worth it? I know some people would say that this is their karma for things and justify what they're in, but honey, you're not doing anything wrong. Well, honestly, take that with a grain of salt because you could be doing that something wrong. And, you know, sometimes what you get is what you deserve, which is why I'd be staying out of that social media drama with telling people, oh, leave their husbands and da-da-da. Baby, I'm not doing that. Those are grown people. Love and partnership take work from both sides of people. If you feel like you're overcompensating 99% of the time throughout the whole relationship, uh, maybe it's time to leave because when are you going to feel supported? When are you going to feel validated? Or when are you going to feel the support that you give them? And honestly, that can build up resentment. I I could say that I felt resentment from a past situation and I let that build and build, but I wasn't doing anything about it. And so I had a fucking wake up call and was like, Des, what are you doing? Move on. <laughs> And I, to be said with that, it is scary 
viewing it's scary being on this side and then viewing the what's on the other side is the greener side it is scary to take that leap. I didn't know what I was doing. I just felt like this wasn't right. I started feeling uncomfortable around the people I was surrounding myself with, around the things I was doing. This did not align with my person. And so my inner calling was really just like, Des, what are you doing? I quit smoking. I quit hanging around the people I was hanging around with. And why they're not inherently bad, they're not bad people. It's just the habits they were doing and contributing in their life didn't match with what I wanted out of mine. And that is not a bad thing. Everyone wants different things in life, but I want certain things out of my life and I want to align with the people who want the same things or similar. When you have to beg someone to say sorry, they do not give a fuck about you. Never beg for someone to apologize to you. If they didn't mean that shit, if you got a bag, they don't mean that shit. I'm going to just be real. If you got a bag, they do not mean that shit. I will never say sorry unless I mean it. Because when I say sorry, I genuinely am sorry. But the people I had to be like, I was like genuinely hurt and be like, can you say sorry at least? They will say sorry and I, I'm sorry for da 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 because that's an apology. They'll say sorry with the smirk. Do you know how infuriating that is, guys? That used to... I think that's still a pet peeve of mine. I'm not going to lie. That might be one of my triggers. Because, bro, like... It's, why are you smirking in my face after hurting my feelings? And... You know, take that with a grain of salt. Because people really don't know how to say sorry. People get awkward. People do this and that. But... It's the repetitiveness. It's the I can't take accountability... It's that. It's the pattern that keeps continuing. That happens a third time. Strike, you're out. Leave. You're done. Ooh, ooh, another thing. If you have to make an excuse for things that they do constantly, you need to take a look at that relationship. If you got to rationalize everything they do, like little things, it's probably not a good relationship. Now, I feel like struggle love, especially in black culture, is really glorified. And a lot of women are afraid to speak up what their standards are. If we st- if we say that we want a 6'3 f- man, 6'5 man, or so-and-so, and with money, and with nice teeth, and a good job, we're shitted on like we don't deserve that. Who are you to tell me what I deserve and what I don't deserve? No one will bat an eye of other women saying that it's really mainly people of color but we've done that within our own community oh we're gold diggers oh we just want this and that oh we want something it's always want 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 and not give 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 but the thing is people who say that they really got low self-esteem and they want what other people have I know for me that I really look at personality but looks have really come into play more these years because I really gotta assess like am I attracted to this person to flip the coin I may be attracted to this person I don't connect intellectually like our conversations are not stimulating I'm a person that gets stimulated by conversations through talking through doing stuff like I'm very out like I'm outgoing so I want to do things I want to do activities these are how these are that's how I get to know people period 
And so if I don't if I don't do those things and all we're doing is just staring at each other and we're fucking, that's superficial for me. That's boring. I don't want to do that. So these generalizations of what relationships should be and idealizations are not reality. And that's that's a big thing that people get wrapped up in. You're not being realistic and you're not living in reality. You're living in fantasy. Living in fantasy will sweep you the hell up and knock the wind out you. If you're living in fantasy, get out now. It's your wake-up call. I can't sing, so I don't know if that sounded good, but you tell me. How I got to the point of, like, leaving a situation is I would tell myself advice that I would give my daughter if she was in a situation I was in. Nine times out of ten, the advice we give to people, we don't take ourselves. So when I started looking at it from that perspective, I started taking my own advice and moving, start, you know, learning about more discernment and things of that nature. And that's really changed the game for me. That that was like a big eye opener. What I do is setting the tone for the things that she invites in her life. If I'm bringing up 500 boyfriends every fucking summer or whatever, whatever she's seeing that that's not that's not going to make her feel secure. That's going to make her feel like I don't care about her, that I'm prioritizing men over her. Boundaries are not an attack for the people or the things you set up boundaries for. Boundaries are for you. Boundaries protect you. So when someone tries to gaslight you and be like, oh, you don't care about me, no, 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 boo, no, boo, bye. Bye, bye, bye. And if someone is constantly disrespecting your boundaries, that means they don't have boundaries themselves. If you're letting someone constantly disrespect and disregard your boundaries and you're letting it happen without enforcing them and enforcing consequences, they're going to keep doing it. And the more they keep doing it, the more they're going to be like, oh, she doesn't care about this. Oh, I can keep doing this. She doesn't care. And you're over here fuming like, I already set this boundary why they keep crossing it it's because you're not enforcing it you have to be in charge of your own boundaries other people are not in charge of your own boundaries if that person does not respect you you need to take yourself and remove yourself from that situation if you ever feel like you're guilt tripped into any sexual act that's a red flag please please leave leave they do not respect you. They only view you as a body. I guarantee that. It goes for everybody, anybody, no matter how much you identify. Sex is sacred. Sex is between multiple or between two people, however you want it. But either way, consent needs to be given and consent and respect needs to be given also. So consent, respect, and appreciation, I guess, for the act. Who knows? I would also another good thing for dating I would talk about is like the qualities. What qualities do you want in a partner? And then also nine times out of ten, if the qualities is in that person, you probably exhibit those qualities or you want those qualities within yourself. So while you're searching for that person, build the qualities that you want in that your ideal person and put it into yourself. My view on this is if I give energy out, I will get energy back. And it is up for me to decide if I want that energy or not. So it's not just the universe who's just going to be planting people in there. They'll plant people in there, but not everyone is supposed to be in your life. You have to make that discernment and be like, 
ooh, nah, thanks, but no thanks. Or yes, ooh, please stay in my life. I kept attracting the same person in a different body. And you know what that means, guys? It means that I had to turn into and look at myself because if you're attracting the same person in a different form or body, uh, you're doing something wrong, sweetie. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you accepting that you need to let go? Why are you repeating the lesson? Honestly, I don't even know what lesson I learned, but I just stopped attracting that recently. So not recently. I'm going to say like the half, maybe like last year in May no not May July like end of July I stopped attracting the same person in a different body I view rejection as redirection so if you're rejecting people that are coming into your life it's just redirection for the people who are meant to be in your life like my first healthy experience like romantic wise it brought up a lot of insecurities and I think we should talk about it when you're coming from relationships that are tumultuous that are constant up and downs that are like or extreme up and downs I should say because up and downs are normal but constant and extreme are not okay they're not normal and when you get used to the turbulence you're kind of like freaked out by the steadiness certain insecurities that I haven't even thought of before were brought up like I've honestly felt ugly i was like how does person attract how is this person attracted to me because i viewed them very attractive and it's like you can't put everybody on a pedestal honey if you can like someone but they don't gotta be your whole life bring it down a notch and get to know the person would you be friends with this person if not reconsider the more like you date the more equipped you can become with assessing what your needs are and what your wants are in a relationship or a partner or even yourself because they just should not last over three months i got a three-month rule first month i feel like it's too fast for me to be in a relationship with you because i don't know you sir you are a stranger stranger danger second month it's kind of like oh i'm getting the vibe be vibing or whatnot third month baby if i'm not your girlfriend get on you're wasting my time if you get triggered in a situation or simply voice that you're uncomfortable and that person does not take it well or gets angry, that is your indication. They don't have good emotional intelligence. That is your indication to leave. That is your indication to be like, you're not even worth the fight. You cannot help people that want don't want to be helped. Now when I date, I look for like morals. I look for, are you empathetic? Like, you would not believe how many people have told me that they lack empathy. I've literally had a person tell me that they have sympathy, but no empathy. What is sympathy without empathy? One, but two, that's a red flag. I want a partner who is empathetic because if you're empathetic, you, you, got, you got emotions. You can vocalize that. You can understand. You Bro. You don't got to be sensitive like me. Like, I will cry if I see someone die on screen. I will cry if I hear some, some shit on a book or something. I, I will cry listening to a story. I will cry reading. That's how sensitive I am because I'm just in tune with my emotions. Other people aren't like that, though, but that doesn't mean they lack empathy. Lacking empathy 
is a serious thing. That's a character flaw, in my opinion. Oh, these are the questions that I want to ask. Um, just so you think a little more on like what you want out of dating. I really hope this helped. But here are the questions: Who do you want to be perceived as? What type of person do you see yourself being? And what behaviors would your higher self be doing? These are some of the questions that I still ask myself because answers can change every day, every week, every month, year, so forth, so on. You know, life isn't linear, so answers will change. That can check back in maybe about two years. You'll learn many lessons throughout life, but it's what you do with them that's important. If you don't do anything with it, you're just going to keep repeating the same lesson and you're going to stay stuck. So... Are you going to stay stuck or are you going to keep going? Okay, so ask our perspective person asked situationships. What are they? Can they work? Situationships to me is a relationship undefined situation ship take it for me guys because i'm I'm, this gonna be really short and sweet i don't support situationships second of all why can i vouch for this i had a baby out of a situationship yeah many people don't know that but um we dated for about a year broke up and then continued to have the situationship and had a baby i feel like situationships are a waste of time where are we going there's no destination we're just vibing you should not be vibing for two years two years bro that's 24 months 24 months yeah i'm judging myself but i'm judging you too if you're in a situationship that's my take on situationships no they cannot work and they're messy they're not productive it's just undefined like why do you want that for yourself that's an undefined mess. If you want to fuck, buddy, that's different. At least you have that clear boundary that you just fuck them. But situationships, you got emotions involved. That's messy as hell. When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Soulmates, you're far yet close. The sun in you, the moon in me. Cosmically intertwined, the divine speaking through a vine. You were chosen, I was picked. We beautifully fit. The walls keep us motionless, our eyes harp an angry fist. The mist of hope keeps us stoked, waiting for our time. It's not yet, my dear. I hope and wish it's near. The things we'll do, I just need to cut this loose. And I'm going to leave you off with that. If that made you feel some type of way, um, tell me about it. Because um, I like writing poetry, and I would like to hear your thoughts. But again, this was Desiree in honor for Tania. I'm not going to do a mic drop because it's on a stand, but I'll say it. Mic drop. Bye. See you next week. People who say this, this isn't any business of the President of the United States. And, uh...